Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. I came to a realization last night, Yurko. Not an epiphany, a realization. That is what, Carm? There's no more football for a little while. Yeah. And normally when the football week ends, uh, we start preparing for the next week. Yeah. Who's the Bears' opponent? Who did they play? Let's watch their film. Mm -hmm. What other games are interesting? That's done. And so it was Monday, and as my normal routine on Mondays. Okay, let's start watching tape. Oh, no. Your normal routine on no Monday is to check to out Monday Night Football. Well, that's true too. Which we Monday haven't football. had since the first week of the playoffs. And then I'll look at stuff on my phone, on my on my yeah. computer. Yeah. Uh, go to Game Pass. Start watching stuff there. Who's watched, the Bears' opponent? What's the line? Has it moved? At all? And I said, Oh no! I, I watched Milwaukee Nuggets yesterday. <laughs> that a boy. That a boy. And welcome to Milwaukee. I'll class well, the Nuggets. Welcome to Feb thirteen. Yeah. I mean, it was over fast, and it, it didn't look like the Nuggets even had a. Uh, rudimentary interest in what the hell was going on. You know what I'm saying? This is where Yurko starts to get very brushed up on basketball, and especially, especially college NBA basketball. and college. Yeah. Well, but you know, you watch a lot of college. I watched Kansas spit the bit against Texas Tech last night. They went night right too. down their leg. How's yeah. Danny doing? Just terrible. 25? I don't know. I, did they lose by 25? I, I, I had barely seen by? Danny here it the last it two days. Close. It, it was wasn't even close. close. Yeah, I was crying last night. No, yeah, it was Justin, too. Justin's yeah. back with us. He's another Jayhawk. It, it was bad. I mean, it was bad, and then the self got booted. First, I didn't even first see time that. in like twenty years. Is yeah. that right? Oh, yeah, I didn't self even see got that. Booted. Yeah. By the time I put it on, it was like they were down twenty five. Yeah, like, it was what? awful. It what was happened awful. here? It's the number six ranked team in the country getting it taken to but them. Going on the road. I mean, is Lubbock that tough? Yeah, but I think is it is. Lubbock is it impossible? I think going on the road to play there, I've heard, is pretty tough. Big, big 12's a gauntlet this year. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. I think those road games are tough. You know how they say the Big, t- big 12's a gauntlet? I mean, hey, Big 12's a gauntlet guy, right? That's what they say about the Big 10. Big 10's just such a gauntlet. They beat up on each other. Oh, and then they all crap to bed in the first and second round, and they don't see the second weekend. That's mm. what I'm worried about right now with the Big 12. Such a gauntlet. Everybody's gone by the second weekend. Hmm. I'm worried. You know, we're only a, we got a month. I mean, I know how far. I know we what we month, have, baby. I'm not confused. Like that's. You I know. know when Selection Sunday is March 17th, St. Patty's Day. That's good. You're going to be three sheets to the wind. It's the one day you're uh, Irish. Yes, uh, it is the one day you're Irish. Sure, I'm Irish. March maybe, 17th, yeah. one day, only one day. And then you celebrate St. Joseph's yeah, that's Day. That's right. I, I start my preparation what, what, what for St. Joe's. What do we yeah. get, Zeppelis? I'll bring Zeppelis in. I yeah, start my preparation. Yeah, cheap. I always bring them every in for you. Every year we bring in the Zeppeli. I don't see it. I though. bring them every year for you. Every liar. year? Every year I bring in Zeppeli for you. Every year for 15 what about, years. What about the year I was in spring break during that time? I brought them in for the sh- oh, for the station. You, you were here. For your they were here. They it, were here. They were here. Every single year I bring in Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Fact. Right. They were here. Either way, we know it's right around the corner. It we know baseball's right, right around the corner, too. Jesse will join us cool. to talk some baseball later. He's out in Arizona. Spring training getting underway here. Pitchers and catchers. So. Pitchers and catchers reporting. Yes. Yeah, today, tomorrow. I'm so excited. I don't know who else has baseball fever. Um, I, you know, look, even though football's over and I found myself last night, like, you're, you're right. No Monday Night Football. Not that we've had Monday Night Football in a while, but like, you know, not since that first playoff game, like Yurko said, that, that first playoff weekend. 
But still, it's just our routine since September has been so locked in, and we love the football season so much, and it was like, oh, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing to preview now. It's it. It's over. So I watched the Bulls. Bulls played well in Atlanta. Uh, did have some of the Nuggets game on, like you said. Bounced around. Caught up on curb. But la- Sunday's curb, by the way, and it might have got lost in the shuffle. I'm assuming it did with the Super Bowl. Sunday's curb was strong. Sunday's curb was Sunday's strong. Sunday's curb was strong. Curb your enthusiasm strong. for the 98% of you that don't give a rat's ass about curb your enthusiasm. Do you think it's that high? People don't know what curb is. You need to tell them what it is. It's curb your enthusiasm. Do you think 98% I don't I can't care? tell you what the percentage is. I, I wouldn't think it's 98%. There's was, a handful out there that go curb. Well, oh, okay. It was a classic. Yeah. It was already but one of the curb classics. They don't, understand, they, they don't refer to it as curb or don't understand what the hell you're talking about when you say curb. But if you tell them curb your enthusiasm, then I think they get it. If you're just speaking to the four individuals here, we know exactly what you're saying. There's no gray area. Mm. But I do, and we do the group, a show for the masses. And for the masses, sometimes we've got to go ahead and we've got to just lay it on the line. It was good, man. So I caught up on Funk that. Hauser, how is he? No, he's, he's not dead. in it. He's dead. Bob that Einstein's guy there dead. Is dead. He's dead. I loved it when they had Funk I Hauser. did, too. When I did, did he too. die? I bet you if it's been oh, four years, give or take, three, four years since he yeah. died. So you're saying I should watch the second episode? <laughs> it was good. I should Chris. keep at it? It was right. good. It was a lot better than the first one. I oh, brought okay. It. A All lot right. better. I thought the first one was kind of boring. first one it, was, it was a lot better. It was, yeah, the first one was just okay. This one was a lot better. It kind of sets up probably the rest of the season, but it was it was good. So, yeah, but it was kind of like a... I, it was a little, uh, I don't know, aimless list. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, and after that, it's just, it's football's over. Now, we'll still debate ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. What's ad nauseum? It's what you, it's, well, it's, it's the thing you suffer from. I guess so. Ad nauseum. We will still debate ad nauseum. You know, Bears, Caleb, Justin, yada, 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 da, 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 da. It's going to be weeks and months still of that. So we, in a roundabout way, we'll get to talk about football. I saw that the Super Bowl attracted $185.6 million in bets. It's a lot That of was people. within the state's sports books in Las Vegas, uh, the, well, in, in Nevada, uh, the most ever, according to figures released on Tuesday. The amount wagered eclipsed the previous high. In the Super Bowl in 2022 by nearly $6 million. This is from Dave Purdom at ESPN.com. The state's 182 sports books, so you're not just Vegas, the entire state of Nevada sports books, squeaked out $6.8 million, uh, a $6.8 million win, I should say, on the game, according to figures, as betters held their own on a second straight Super Bowl, the first held in Las Vegas. Nevada sports books won approximately $4.4 million on last year's. They had averaged uh, 13.2 million on the previous four Super Bowls. You know, when the underdogs cover, they're not going to do as well. The, the, you know, it's, I feel like a team like Kansas City in that game with Patrick Mahomes as a dog is going to attract a fair amount of action. That's probably why the win wasn't as big. I also saw that it's uh, they're touting, and who knows where they fudge these numbers or how they come up with them, how they fudge them. I don't know. Highest watched television program ever. Did you see that? Yeah. Most well, watched I, I, television I, yeah, program ever. I saw the ratings. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Like 120 something. 
120 million and change yeah. households. How do they do it? But when you're at a Super Bowl party, how do they get an accurate number? I don't when know if they do. When they, there's they 24 may have tried people to, watching. They may have tried to release another number. So it might be 120 million. They may have released another number that in certain cities in the United States, and it's a limited amount of cities that they have it in, they can tell you exactly how many people they believe were watching it. Mm. And I think that number's north of 200 million. Yeah, that's what they said. North yeah. of 200 million yeah. was their best ballpark estimate. And for television Huge. ratings, I don't know what I believe anymore. I that's don't, all. I don't know what I believe. I don't know either. That's just the safest way I think I could say it. I feel like a lot of people do watch the Super Bowl, though. And, and of all, is... the, all the programs that are out there, we have seen the, the chart before the top 100. Usually about 84 of them are NFL football. 85%. NCAA <laughs> football. football is a bunch of stuff. It's all football. Uh, you got, like, uh, the World Cup. You got one thing here. You got one thing. What's the only non-sporting event that sometimes gets a rating? The non-sporting event. It's got to be. Is there any non Not the Oscars anymore. Nobody the Oscars. watches the Oscars. It's not the Grammys. It's not something. There's, there's always one. Something political? Like, could uh, be. Could be. Yeah, it's usually political season yeah. stuff, yeah. either debates yeah. or it is uh, the Academy Awards. But the, those numbers have dropped significantly yeah. over Disney. the years. Yeah. I'd say, okay, so I was talking uh, last night with Tyler about this. You guys know what number one all time the biggest well, uh, number ever posted because the Super Bowl on Sunday is not the biggest number is ever it posted. The moon landing, yeah, moon yeah. landing that gave 150 million viewers for that. Boy, and back then, it's 150 million in '69 out, out of like 200 and right. I was say, what was the population? Yeah, it, it yeah. was like 200 million people. So wow. essentially, there were 50 million people doing what? Wow! On that date in uh, 1969, that. do you guys know the other? Items that are on the list for the top viewed programs ever that were uh, not Kennedy, football games. Kennedy's funeral. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, no, that's not on the list. Okay. You're um, not far off with the thought process, though. Not far off. So somebody else that was somebody's in, funeral. Oh, lady died. No, 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 not not La- funeral. Lady but died. Presidents. Oh, presidents. 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 Um, Nixon's impeachment. Uh, the Richard Nixon re- resignation speech. Resignation speech. That's okay, ten. There, there you go. That's Between ten. the moon landing and Nixon's speech, uh, everything is a Super Bowl from the last 10 years. Is that right? Yeah. So everything else in that set is yeah. all football in the last yeah. 10 years? Top 10. Holy uh, Super Bowl God. from 2011, 17, 12, 16, 14, 22, 15, and then the one... From Sunday. That's incredible when you put it in that context. And it's all within the last decade. Yep. And all of those are over 111 million people that watch. Wow. And then uh, you, you have two more Super Bowls. And then you get a, uh, a show for once. MASH, right? MASH. Yeah. The MASH season finale was 13th. Uh, 1983, 105 million people watched that. Is there any like Lady Die coverage that in that? Group, Not in the Chris? top 25. The there top are uh, there are two more shows. Or mini series, which is which is the giveaway there. Was it Dallas and Cheers? Uh, no, neither. Seinfeld? No, no. And then one event. All in the family when it went off the air. Archie Bunker. No. Hmm. So two more shows. I'll give you. I'll give you the Mount dates Saint, for the two Mount for the Saint two Helen's programs. Blue. The two programs. One was eighty three. The other seventy seven. Uh, wait, did Yurko say Dallas? And is that not yeah. right? No, that's not right. I not said right. who shot you. 83 and 77? 77. Yeah, 83 and 77. Come on, you guys were there. I, I wasn't know. there. We were, 
And I, I actually on. knew one of these answers, and I wasn't there. You guys were there. Oh, you guys oh, were watching. Oh, um, um, wasn't Charlie's Angels? <laughs> no. I'm trying to think. When we lost a miniseries. What was the big miniseries uh, uh, in 83? Rich Man, Poor Man. Roots. No. Uh, Roots. Roots. Yeah, Roots. Roots. There you Roots. go. There you Roots go. is Roots. 18th. That's from 77. Yeah. 100 million people watch that. Right. And then something else in 83, you said, In Chris? 83. Yeah, 83. What the hell would have been in 1983? Like a, mini, a miniseries in 83. I believe, without looking it up, it was a made-for-TV movie. Oh, a made-for-TV oh, movie. Maybe not a miniseries. Is that the boy in the bubble? Is that what the boy with the green eyes? <laughs> yes, the boy with the green eyes comes in at number 17 with Did 100 it? million people. No! In <laughs> uh, 83. Man, shame on me. Miniseries in 83? Without Googling it, it might be a made-for-TV movie. Maybe a made-for-TV movie, 83. What the hell? Greeny was talking about this last week because they were going through the same list. No wonder we don't know. And they, uh, so if you were listening to the station, you heard Hembo questioning what it is. I'm going to know it. I'm going to be mad. I mean, I was little, right. but if I feel like I should know well, I was this. 16. Yeah, what was it, Chris? I'll give you this. The Day After uh, on ABC. I don't even 19, remember it. Uh, it was like 83. a nuclear implosion. Yeah, so it, was it was like after was the nu- nuclear yeah. war I breaks out. It. I think it's yeah. a, it's either a miniseries or a made-for-TV movie. It was a made-for-TV movie. Okay. I don't even remember it. Uh, and, and then, then uh, an on the list of 25 yeah. top events, uh, sprinkled in some more Super Bowls, and there's one other current event item that's on the list Another current at 22. Event Something to have to do with 9-11? I hate to say it, but like viewership watching 9-11 coverage. No, and I was surprised that there's nothing yeah. at the top I mean, think for, about for that it. day. Think about that day. Well, wait, what's the big, biggest news story that was prior to 9-11? Uh, that was prior to that, the biggest news story? Uh, the, 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 uh, you got it. 2000. It was... Uh, no, no, keep going. Something with Clinton and, the impe- and his impeachment? I feel like... Monica Lewinsky? Monica Lewinsky? Keep rolling. Uh, uh, Desert Storm. I did not keep rolling down the highway. Sexual relations with that woman. Desert Storm. Keep driving down the highway. Keep driving down the highway. He's giving us a clue, and we're not getting it. (laughs) No, you're not. Life is a highway. Maybe maybe you you can make a make a phone call while you're rolling down the highway to your friend AC. I don't know. Uh, Oh, OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. Please pursue. Seventeenth, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. How can we forget that? Yeah. Nineteen ninety four. Ninety five million people watched. Everything else in the top 25 is a Super Bowl. That's amazing. And when they started this thing, they were like, do you think this will work? A championship game between the AFL and the NFL? Who would watch such a thing? 58 years later. (laughs) I think we figured it out. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) I love that list. All right, ring us up if you want to join the conversation. We'll play some Adam Schefter sound here coming up from Pat McAfee on the Steelers and their search for a quarterback and how it may lead back to the Bears. If you want to talk Justin, Caleb, Bears, anything really. Baseball is getting underway. We'll talk to Jesse at 2 live in Arizona. 312-332-3776 to join Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Pleasant winter weather continues. Hope you're having a great day. It's Carmen and Yurk. Bulls win last night. We'll sprinkle in a little Bulls conversation later. Jesse Rogers will join us from Arizona at 2. He's going to pop on a couple times a week throughout the course of spring training. 
Of course, NFL really still front and center. By the end of the month, it'll be combine time. Waddle and Sylvie planning on going. I think Cap and Hoodie are going again, too. We might end up going to the draft. I don't know. We'll see how that goes here. I'm uh, more interested in our London trip. I am. I continue to drop. I'm like Ralphie in Christmas Story, where I'm like leaving little notes for Danny and Keith. You know, little like subliminal message. Maybe not so subliminal, you know. Yeah. Just dropping little hints here and there. On what you want. Oh, here's a picture of me in front of Big Ben. I was there once before. It's pretty cool, you know. I could show you around if you want. You know, just little subtle kind of, oh, look, there's the Eye of London. Wouldn't it be cool to go right on that? Be fun in the, in the It'd fall. be exciting, yeah. yeah. Oh, look, we could see the family jewels at the Tower of London. Look, we can catch a, uh, a North London derby. Yeah, I just keep dropping little hints, like wherever you can. Little little messages you to should. Danny and Keith. Well, you do the same. You should. And then I'd heard someone had uh, reported that the NFL was sort of keen on getting them. Did you hear the announcement is official? Next year they will go to Madrid. Yeah, I saw The that. NFL will go to Madrid 2025. in 2025. Yeah. And I had somebody had reported, I can't remember who it was. I think Chris and Adam sent it to me. At, and, and it was late last play, week. They're playing at the Santiago Barnabo. They are playing at the Santiago Barnabo. They were, somebody had reported that they were very keen on the idea of the Bears potentially going there. To Madrid. For that game. Sure. And then I started thinking, let's hold off on the London trip and go to Madrid in Why 2025. Why not do both? Because let me tell you, Madrid is out of this world awesome. Oh, is it? Yes. London's pretty fun, too. Don't get me wrong. But Madrid is a place to see. And you'd love it. We could go maybe see a game at the... Well, it wouldn't be at the Santiago Barnabo because the Bears play there. What yeah. else is close? I'm wondering what well, other Atlet- soccer is. Atletico, Atletico Madrid, Madrid obviously plays. Okay, there you in go. In Madrid. They've you- got another team in La Liga okay. that's close to Madrid. So they do have a few other options. Right, okay. yes. There's right. other options. So, Yurk, we got a... We're gonna have, we got two overseas trips. We got 85, two European vacations, Barn- my friend. 85,000 plus at the Barnabo. At the Barnabo Row. Yeah. And I, I don't know that the Bears will end up there. I just remember Chris and Adam sent me a story last week when that news, I think Friday the league announced that in Vegas. Um, and somebody had, uh, had reported that they were very keen on the idea that the Bears somehow find their way into that game. We'll see. But well, the Bears- it's because they're, uh, they're marketing the overseas marketing rights. Aren't the Bears and the Dolphins the only two teams that are allowed to market in Spain? Why is that, Chris? Because did they, didn't they divvy up all the international markets? I believe that the, the Bears and the Dolphins have like exclusive rights. No kidding. And that's why when the story broke that there was going to be a game there, that everyone guessed, like, oh, it might be the Bears and or Dolphins included in that because they have exclusive marketing yeah, rights overseas. You're right. The Dolphins have territorial rights to Brazil. The league previously announced that the Eagles will be designated a team. Maybe maybe it's a different team than the Bears. No, you're right. Dolphins and Bears have international marketing rights in Spain. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Wow. Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? I had no idea. There's a big slap upside your head, kid. Now you know. I had no idea. That's right. We're going. Like, what does that even mean? Does that mean that, like, uh, Bears gear can be sold in Spain? Does it mean that in Spain the Bears games get shown? I I have no clue. What does that mean? That's a great question, and I I don't even have any idea. Like, what is the demand for it there anyway? No idea. Uh, That That's... Except for the fact that the Bears are one of the three parties, one of the three teams yeah. that have a marketing agreement with España. Like, how do they divide that up? Does the league just sort of say you guys have, like, don't each know. team has individual? I don't know. 
nor do I care. They continue. I just know the Bears are one of three teams, so there's a two-thirds chance. Yes. And you want to go. The Bears are playing, and we want to go. the Dolphins on the schedule next year? I'd have to, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll I'd find out. About, Who's like, the other team? Will they be on the schedule? Mm. Well, there you go. I mean, the Dolphins were... Well, maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be um, one of the three teams. It could be one of the teams playing against somebody else. Right. You're, yeah, it's not true. automatic. But one of the three would be participating in that. And to give you an answer between the three or four teams that are in Madrid, mm-hmm. you've got Getafe and Rio Vallecano. So you've got four teams that play in Madrid um, that are La Liga participants. So. We got that down. Though. Got that going. For I feel us. good. I feel better about myself knowing this. Dolphins now. were just on the schedule two years ago, Yerk. That's what I thought. So, so there's it's no, two more years. So it's two more, unless you get into the cross, the cross sort of division placement, the cross pollination, exactly. Seventeenth game. Ye- Oh, oh, yeah, I right. forgot that's about the 17th that. 17th cross pollinator, that. right? Yeah. Remember I, don't know the, I don't know all the rules on that. Yeah, that's a good point. But remember, there's an AFC NFC cross pollination yeah. game that they have. Yeah, but but generally speaking, AFC East would only appear every four every years. Every four years. So, still be a so co- when they play 18, they play 2022. Yeah. 2022. Yeah, we'll so play 26. Yes. But, like, you're, you bring up a good point. Maybe there's some, I don't remember those funny yeah. rules. With the seventeenth game, but there well, is remember some... how they got Oakland the one year, then they got the extra game last year. They'll get yeah. an extra game this year. Yeah, I like how you put that. It's this weird cross pollination yeah. thing that they've got going on. Yeah, hundred percent. Here's Adam Schefter on Pat McAfee's show talking about uh, the Bears and the Steelers and the quarterback and how everything could relate together. Mitch Trubisky was released yesterday. You know, they, I believe there's still Mason Rudolph and well, certainly Kenny Pickett, and I think Mason Rudolph's still under contract. There is that right? I believe so. They still got a couple of quarterbacks on their roster anyway. But here's Adam Schefter talking about it with McAfee. We know that Pittsburgh's going to go out and get some type of quarterback, whether that's Ryan Tannehill. Uh, whether that's Russell Wilson, oh, whether that's Justin Fields, oh, uh, oh. Who, who, Justin Fields, I know uh, Mike, Mike Mike Tomlin's a big fan of Justin Fields. We'll keep that in mind during the off season in the coming weeks. Wow! So there there there'll be a decision that that organization has to make in terms of the quarterback that they want to bring in. Uh, but they're not just going to leave it as Kenny Pickett his starting job. Mike Tomlin made that very clear. So now it's which of these quarterbacks. Do they make a move for which one is somebody that they can go acquire, uh, and wh- who fits into what they're willing to give up to a, either another team or to pay that player? Pittsburgh's got the twentieth pick in the draft, Yerk. Uh, hard to That's see a team deep. giving the twentieth pick for Justin Fields, right? It is. It's a little hard to imagine <laughs> that. They it, pick it again depends. at fifty. 50- they pick again at 51 yeah. in round two. Yeah. It depends how desperate a team is, and there's got to be another team looking to trade for him. And that's the only way it ends up a first-round pick. If it's just one team, mm-hmm. you're going to be hard-pressed to get the 20th pick or the 8th pick. But it's got to be two teams, a third team maybe bidding on it, that they know, okay, it's, it's impossible. It's going to be too much yeah. to move up to one or to two. It's going to be way too much. So let's do the best-case scenario, what we can get to make our quarterback position better. You would say Justin Fields, compared to the quarterbacking that's been there in the last two years, is much better than anything Pittsburgh has. Yes. He is. He's better than Katie Pickett. Yes. You watched that last year. I watched it. I scratched my head. He's better than Mitch. He's better than Kenny Pickett. He's probably better than Mason Rudolph, although Rudolph played reasonably well for them down the stretch, but I think I'd rather have Mitch. I think I'd even, rather even have though, Justin Fields. Even though I did Rudolph. say... Justin Fields at times played worse than Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, but he's better. Isn't at he? times, yes, yeah. he is. 
I saw, I think it was Get Up this morning. They were asking the question, Get if up, the Steelers were to make that trade for Justin Fields, do they become Super Bowl contenders? I don't know. I still think there's a little... I think they're the, still the, the sixth best team in the, in the AFC. Yeah, like Justin Fields with the quarter, going to that conference with the quarterbacks in that conference, like that's and, really going to make the Steelers looking, Super Bowl contenders? Looking at that division with a healthy Joe Burrow, Baltimore... With Cleveland and Deshaun Watson and Pittsburgh, where do you think Pittsburgh would rank out of those fourteen? They'd be fourth in their own division, potentially. Yeah, a healthy with, Deshaun comes back, even with Justin Fields there, and a healthy Joe Burrow. Well, that's a no-brainer. I mean, Lamar and, and right, Joe Burrow, no-brainer. Right, but yeah. a healthy Deshaun Watson is fine too. Is that a no-brainer too? Uh, I don't know what to think of Watson. Right when he finally started playing well again for the first time in right. three years, obviously he got hurt. So I don't know what to think or make of Deshaun Watson at this point. Deshaun Watson's career that I've seen would tell me, yes, he's better, but he's barely played football the last three years. Okay, so Cle- I, I don't know. Fine. Is Cleveland a better football team than Pittsburgh? Okay, well, let's take the quarterback uh, out of it if you think or you don't think. Probably. Cleveland, with that defense that they have, is pretty formidable. Probably. But Okay, so let's get back to the point at hand. Are they the fourth best team in that division? Pittsburgh, yes. Yeah. Even with Justin Fields, they're the fourth best team in the division. Yeah. And then, and so to think you're being a Super Bowl, becoming a Super Bowl contender in that conference. If if Lamar Jackson gets hurt, okay, maybe you're better than Baltimore. And Baltimore comes Uh, down. Joe Burrow gets hurt again. Okay, maybe you're better. Yes, yes. But Pittsburgh is still the fourth team in that division, even with Justin Fields. Yeah. Now it's a division that had the the worst team is nine and eight. Right. It's a pretty damn good division. Very competitive division. Because Burrow got hurt. Yeah. 312-332-3776. 312-332-3776. If you want to dial us up, we'll uh, grab some calls coming up here. It's Carmen in New York. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. You know who's always on the phone, like right when we start at noon every day? Chase. He's loyal. Chase, yeah, first guy. Chase is like well, at noon, the phone some, rings, and Chase I was has Sometimes thoughts. Viking Scott's on there, too, and you just ignore him. That's not true. When I'm right? busting your chops. Relax. But uh, Viking Scott calls frequently, yeah. but not yeah, like Chase calls at every day. 12 o'clock every, every day. Every day at noon, Chase calls. The phone's ringing, and Abdallah usually knows. Abdallah's gone. He's sick. I think he's got the flu. Who I'm sure Abdallah is usually very polite and nice to Chase on the phone as very, well. I will very. tell you this, though. Justin's if, here again. If, if Abdallah has the full, I am uh, marking myself down for next week. What does flu. that mean? Flu. Me too, you're... I anticipate that we're going to get the flu. Yeah, we're, we're going to get the flu so next I'm week. So I'm going to mark myself down for flu starting on Monday through Friday. And I'll see you guys next Monday. As someone who had the flu this winter, let me tell you, that's no joke. Uh, that ain't any picnic, all right? And so he's not doing well. He hasn't been well since Sunday night. So Dallas gone again. Um, is Tyler in with you again tonight, Chris? Solo tonight. Solo. solo. Okay, Black's going to fly solo tonight after Bears Weekly. Okay. so Quick uh, show, fast show. Chris will be on quick show tonight. Waddle yeah. and Sylvia will be on later. Obviously, we'll cross that at 2.30. Then Bears Weekly with Joniak and Thayer. And then Black will be on 7.30 to 8 tonight. Hopefully, Adam's back tomorrow. Chase is on the south side. What up, Chase? Chase! What? Oh, God, Carm, what's up, guys? How, How you are feeling, you, Chase? 
I'm good. Hey, Carm, guess what? White socks. Go white socks, right? <laughs> Go white. We'll get to them in a little bit. Yurko your <laughs> is already busting my balls yeah. upstairs. I got some thoughts. We'll talk to Jesse, too. I can't wait. Let's, we're chasing down another <laughs> yeah. 100 Ch- losses. Chasing down 64 wins. Let's uh-huh. go. 100 losses, <laughs> <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> Hey, you think Rick Hahn's still smiling? I doubt oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe because he doesn't have to deal with the nonsense anymore. That I don't he know. created. Yeah. Hey, hey, so um, this morning I was watching uh, Get Up, and they was talking about uh, the Seattle Seahawks. I know uh, the one, what's his name, Graziani, or whatever his name is. Graziano. He was talking, yeah, he was talking about the Seattle Seahawks and talking about possibility of them maybe uh, uh, parting ways with Geno Smith. Because of uh, his contract. Now I know it sounds crazy because he's had a Pro Bowl season last few years, but I don't know. I, when I heard that, I was like, you know, this is kind of could can uh, if they do decide two part ways with Geno, that that could affect the Bears in a negative way and a positive way. And the reason why I say that is because in a negative way, it could limit, like, say, if Geno is cut now, yeah, it yeah, adds, now it adds more, another guy. You there's know. more quarterbacks in the pool if right. he decides to move fields, but. The good news could be is that they, maybe that could be an extra trade partner for Fields because the Seattle Seahawks, as I look, are very are, are one of the lower teams in the bottom as far as draft draft picks as far as getting a quarterback. They're like 20th. So 16th to be exact, be, my friend. 16th yeah. to be, be exact. A, yeah, they could be in a market where you could look at them as a possibility of trade. And Geno, I know they was talking about it earlier this morning, the Bears do need a veteran quarterback. I'm not saying getting Geno is a possibility, but he did play under this new offensive coordinator, and that's when he had his, had his best season. So I don't know. You guys connected dots. I don't know. But I would just want to know your take on Geno getting cut and how that can affect the Bears. And I hang up the list. Well, I think it definitely affects the market in some way, Chase. You're right about that. I don't think the Bears would be in play for Geno Smith, Shane Waldron or otherwise. That That just doesn't seem to make much sense where – you know where they are right now. What the, the draft pick that they have, the fact that they still do have Justin, yeah. and if they like Justin, you know what I mean. Like I don't, I can't connect the dots to to Geno Smith being right, here, but so it does affect the pool. Here's why I can't connect the dots to Geno Smith. They don't have a second round pick. That's they only true. have an 18th pick. They don't have a seventh a second rounder. They've got the 78th pick. They've got uh, 16 and 78. So just doing the math real quick. With a quarterback, why would they give up a 16th pick for anybody? And they don't have a second-round pick. So, to me, it doesn't make much sense at all. I I think Geno Smith stays. Okay. Whether you like it or not, I I believe he's going to stick around and he's staying there. Dalen is in Milwaukee on ESPN 1000. Hey, Dalen. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, Yurko, huge fan of yours. But uh, I'm just a little curious, really, why you think Justin Fields would not make the Steelers much, much better at if not a Super Bowl contender. Uh, because of the like, division they play in. Um, well, yeah, but that being said, like, they held their own in that division with two garbage quarterbacks this year. They beat the Bengals twice. They split with the Browns. And if you want to talk about the defense, I would take that Steelers defense probably over that Browns defense any day. That's Jay, a, that one's tough. That one's tough. TJ Watt put together a much better season, I think, than Miles Garrett. How he didn't win the defensive player of the year is beyond me. Um, I mean, you could look at you could look at the stats right now. I love TJ. I mean, I you think could, you I think could look at the great. stats right now. Forty-eight solo tackles to thirty-three. They each had four forced fumbles. TJ Watt had three fumble recoveries, an interception, a touchdown, and he had nineteen sacks to uh, what's his name's fourteen. Like, how do you not? 
give this. I think Garrett's pressure. I, I, my, my, I'd be willing to bet. I don't know this for sure, but I'd be willing to bet Garrett's pressure numbers were better. I'd have to look at that to be sure. But yeah, I, I mean, I just like did a quick comparison. Yeah. On, uh, football I know, that, that's there, and I love both those guys. I don't want to quibble about who's better, TJ Watt or Miles Garrett. I think they're both incredible. TJ might be a year younger than Miles, but maybe. To, but but um, to say that Justin Fields couldn't make the Steelers much, much better in that division, I think is just. It's at just best, what you're still third, though, right? At best, right. you're still third with the healthy Joe. You finished you finish ten. I don't. And, I don't know. You finished ten and seven. Well, I mean, how are they better without, than Baltimore? Without Joe Burrow, Cincinnati finished nine and eight. And yeah. it's not necessarily the damage you're doing in the division. Let me tell you what's more. What's more up for a market correction? Baltimore was three and three in the division. Cleveland was three and three in the division. Cincinnati was one and five in the division. Yeah. A lot of that without Joe Burrow. Yeah. Which one's got more of a market correction coming? The Steelers that I mean, finished five and one. Yeah. So you tell me which more of a market correction, no matter who the quarterback is for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I I would agree with you, Dalen. Thank you for the call. No, too. but it's all right, Dalen. That's it's something division. to think about, and I got no problems. Uh, you know, when somebody comes up and says, "Listen, take a look at it this way," I got no problems looking at it with all quarterbacks healthy. Thirteen and four Ravens. Browns at eleven and six. Pittsburgh finished ten and seven, went five and one in their own division last year, and the Bengals went nine and eight with no Joe Burrow. That division is tough. Yeah. Period. So if if, it, if that, I'm Looking at this division, and I'm ranking the teams. Pittsburgh is at the fourth team. I'm sorry. Um, and and, and we can quibble a, about the. If I'm a lunatic, I'm a lunatic. I don't think you're a lunatic. We could quibble about the defensive thing too. Like Cleveland's home road splits on defense were curious. I will admit they were. So I, I get where you're coming from, Dalen, and I love T.J. Watt. I do. But I still think like Yurko's kind of onto something. If all the quarterbacks stay healthy. I'll give you, I don't know what the hell to make it to Sean Watson, so maybe he's third, but he's certainly not better than the other two. He he just isn't, guys. I mean, you got to try to take the emotion out of it here. You know, Bears fans and everything else, he's not better than Joe Burrow. He's not better than Lamar Jackson. Lamar's had some problems in the playoffs. Justin Fields is not better than Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson. He simply is not. I, I, I don't even, I can't imagine anybody trying to make the argument that he is. Other than it just being pure, unadulterated, yeah. I love the Bears, I love and Justin Fields. And their 10th Fields. victory uh, it, it came against Baltimore in the final game of the year where they won 17-10, and they played against Tyler Huntley. Yeah, I know. And no, they, I know. Yeah, okay, well, I'm just, I le- I, I, I've got to, i got to let everybody know what happened during the season that will allow people to finish where they were at. And you've got to remind people, because all they do when the season's over they just see we finished ten and seven. I'm going to make an improvement at my quarterback, and it's automatic. We're going to come back to where we were. It's not this year where you finished is great, but guess what? You've got to do now. You've got to reestablish everything. You've got to try to make your team better again, and then you've got to capture the magic in the training camp and going into the regular season and grinding it out and finding ways to do it again. Yeah. Okay. It's not automatic because you won last year. You're going to win next year. It's not automatic. You still have to create that magic, that camaraderie, um, the, the, that kinmanship that you get uh, between uh, individual players. They become a team along with your coaching staff. That's got to be replicated again. Here, here's the, the other issue with a guy changing conferences going into the AFC right now in terms of making a team a contender, like a quarterback. 
in the AFC. Ready? Yeah, I'm you're, listening. You're dealing with, and let's just assume guys stay healthy. That's the only way we can play this exercise, right? Yes. You're dealing with Mahomes. You're dealing with Burrow. You're dealing with Lamar. You're dealing with Josh Allen. You're dealing with Justin Herbert, who now has a much more competent coaching staff around him, right? You hope. You hope. Yeah, I think well, Jim you hope that's the difference. Than, you're uh, hoping that's the difference. You're, you're, you're dealing with... I mean, am I crazy for you're putting dealing, him in this list? You're, you're dealing, dealing with, with C.J. Stroud. Yeah, you're dealing with $44 million over the top of the cap also out there with the Chargers. That's true. Right. you got some cap but hell going on. You're going to have terms to of quarterbacks. sacrifice. I get you. Yes, quarterback that should be good. You're, you're looking at the next couple of years of, like, C.J.'s probably going to make a pretty quick ascent here, it looks right. like. You're dealing theoretically uh, still with uh, the guy down in Jacksonville, too. Yeah, he's a, he's a little bit of a mystery to me, yeah. I think, to both of us. Yes. It might fire. I, you'd like to think that it already would at this point. But, yeah, sometimes it looks good. Other times it's like, uh, yucky. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd, I wouldn't put him with that other group of six that I but just mentioned. Showed, uh, did they win the division this year or did they lose? No, they, the uh, they, yeah, they choked it away in that last week. It was ten, they lost Tennessee in the final week of the season. I believe it was the it Tennessee was. loss in the it final was. week, yes. Yeah. And Houston won the division. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. No. Talk Bears NFL. We're going to continue to do this a lot. Bears, the Bears control uh, the spring again, Yurk. The number one pick via last year's trade. And a crap year out of the Carolina Panthers. Thank you, David Tepper. Combine uh, going to be here before you know it in a couple of weeks in Indy. The league year starts in a month. The new league year. Tampering period, I think, the 11th. March 11th. And then March 13th, the new league yep. year begins. And remember, that that month is quick because there's no 30th day. There's the 29th, but there, not the 30th. Is, it is a leap year. It's a leap year. We do have a 29th day. For those who have birthdays on the 29th, you actually get to celebrate this year on your birthday. Once every four years, they actually get the joy of How celebrating on their birthday. Isn't that spectacular? That is spectacular. I like that. Let's say hi to Kenny in Dallas. What's up, Kenny? Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Afternoon. How are you, Kenny? Hey, we're doing good. You're doing good. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I wanna, I'm want to. i going to preface this with I am firmly in the I like Justin camp. Uh, I'm not one of these people that thinks we have to keep Justin or anything like that. Ultimately, I'm a Bears fan, and I want it, us to get it right. What, whoever our quarterback is, game one, I'm going to be there cheering and ready to go. But I want to bring up something, and this is, Carms, this is something you said six or seven months ago, and it's just some food for thought. When we're listening to Adam Schefter talk about Mike Tomlin as a fan, or at least that, that's what he mm-hmm. says, whether or not that's the truth, we don't know. He, you know, Schefter doesn't normally lie, so maybe you know Tomlin is a big fan. But what you mentioned, Carm, about six, seven months ago is if Tomlin's trying to get rid of Claypool, do we really want him, right? And that was something after the fact when the Claypool thing was blowing up. And you mentioned, like, hey, if somebody like Tomlin, who's one of the better coaches, has been there for such a long time, and, you know, the dude knows what he's doing, is okay going, hey, we're okay getting rid of Claypool. Should we take notice that he's like, hmm, I think I can work with Justin Fields. And, and once again, you know, we've got to go through the evaluations. We've got to go take a look. And, you know, what is Caleb? What is Drake? Right. But it's just food for thought, right? If you think about 
if they're willing to get rid of Claypool, but now, as good as they run their franchise, they go, hey, we'll take Justin Fields. What's yeah, your thought? They, uh, thanks, Kenny. I mean, I would be more worried if Sean Payton said, Justin Fields, I want Justin Fields. I'd be like, whoa, wait a minute. Or if Jim Harbaugh did or if Andy Reid did. Yep. Uh, they they haven't done the best job of replacing Ben Roethlisberger. Right. Let's face it. They, That's been know, their problem. Kenny Pickett stinks. Yeah, in, in Mike Tomlin's world, the quarterbacks that he's had to play with, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett. They've had another guy that was in there last uh, year a little yeah, bit, too. It was... Um, Oh, Trubisky. Yeah, Trubisky. Yeah, I mean, right. this is and the Mitch. guy that went out and signed Mitch right. Trubisky. Yeah. So listen, guys. So this is what happens. In his world, the quarterbacking he's seen the last two years, if Fields becomes available and they don't have to overpay, Justin Fields for Mike Tomlin is an obvious improvement of what he has. It's better than the other it's better than what crap I have, they've had. Okay? Yeah. And his cap number is only going to be $6.4 million this right. year. If I, mean, I still don't know if he gets traded, do you still have that fifth-year option you do. on him? You do. Then he gets to put a fifth-year option on him, and then he gets to evaluate him for two years. But he believes with him, he'd be better off at the quarterback position than what he had at the QB position the last two years. So for him, somebody's not so much is like the 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 one that he wants to take to the dance and have a party with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For him, looking at Justin, it's like, oh my heavens! This is look intriguing. at how great this is. Yeah. So, yep. but they've got the twentieth. They got a second round. They got two fourth rounders. Two fourth rounders, Carm. A two. If you don't get the one, do you get the two? And then the two fourth rounders. And both fourth rounders. They have back to back fourth round picks. That's what I'm saying. They, if a, a, I'm here. a trade with the the, the uh, Rams. Rams, I'm on Tankathon. I see it. Yeah. One one nineteen and one twenty. Would you trade Justin Fields if that happens for the fifty first pick in the draft, and then one eighteen or one nineteen and one twenty fourth rounders? That would give the Bears four fourth round picks. And then maybe you maneuver and get yourself something else. That's what I, I don't know. think, yeah. Philly, Sid's in Elgin. What's up, Sid? Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good, man. Sad, I'm sure, right? You know, season's done. Season's Football's yeah. over. Yeah. What else is there really in life besides football and sports? <laughs> well, uh, we'll yeah. find something. Yeah. <laughs> Golf. Golf. There it is. It's golf. It's coming around. Um, it's warming up. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm me and my arm, I don't get to golf until June now, but at least the bicep's coming along. Beautiful. Uh, I called about the immediate release as soon as the Super Bowl's over that 49ers are the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl next year in Vegas. There has never been a bigger sucker bet in the history of sucker bets. The losing team has only won the Super Bowl twice in the history of the Super Bowl. Last time was in 2017 yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. San Francisco's good. Their coach is good. They got a solid team for sure. I do not see them being good enough to overcome a loss and getting back with everything else that they're going to have to face next year. Adversity, who knows what their cap looks like, injuries, all that type of stuff like that. But it amazes me that it happens so quickly like that. Because not only that, but the losing team not only rarely wins the Super Bowl, they rarely even get back to the Super Bowl. It's hard. Yeah. So I was really surprised when that came out. Do you really see them from a car? You're you're an odds maker guy. 
Do you see them really truly being the favorite to win it all next year? They're going to attract money. Remember, this is all about setting. If you made them 10 to 1, people are going to start buying up those tickets and the liability becomes high. They, they, the, the, the book is not going on the, the idea that, well, these teams never win. They're looking at metrics. They're looking at numbers. They're looking at a football team that has consistently competed year in and year out for the last five seasons. They can't price them at 10 to 1. I mean, that, that's, that's not what they do. That's not their business model. It's not why they're successful. It's not why they win. It's not why they build big casinos. Uh, you, you, you can't do that. I, I, it's not a bet I would make. The odds are too short for me to bet anyway. Look, if I were going to tell you I think Kansas City wins three in a row at 5-1 to one or 5.5-1, to one, I wouldn't bet that. I'd look at the Ravens at 10-1, to one, I'm, even I'm, though they, looking, they were disappointing. I'd I'm, look for value. I'm, I'm looking at the NFC team that's got the best chance of getting to the championship game. Lions. Right. Well, the, you're looking at the Lions. You're looking at Green Bay, dare I say. Green Bay, not Tampa Bay. The Rams, can they make additions? Sure. Are the Rams in Philadelphia? Well, nobody knows what the hell happened to Philadelphia last year, but it happened if you think the Eagles can bounce back, you, I'd rather bet the Eagles at 20 to 1. Do you have yeah, any faith in Philadelphia being able to make? I don't know what Green Bay is, but I wouldn't mind putting a number on Green Bay. How hard is it to I'm win? I'm starting to, how hard is it I'm to, starting win to wonder what's actually going on in Philadelphia after hearing all the news that came out yesterday about uh, what's his name, the defensive end Hassan, requesting Hassan trade Reddick. or being granted. From, so. Yeah, Hassan Reddick, they're going to let him seek a trade, right? Yeah, well, I mean. It'll be interesting to see if anybody's wanting to pick up the rest of this contract. I mean, it's going to be a bit of a hit. I, I'm not convinced that he's going to be gone. I wonder if it's more of a move on he doesn't see himself fitting in Fangio's defense. Possibly. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's but, right, because they're changing again. you got a third coordinator in three years. Sid, thanks, buddy. That's true. Uh, I'm sure the – you know, we get the, well, what are the odds that a team's going to rip off three in a row as good as Mahomes in Kansas City are? That's impossible. They're still the second choice for a reason. You can't make them 15-1. to one. Because that's a little dangerous. <laughs> well, because if you I start mean, looking exactly. metrically, you what know, did you, you say Green Bay was twenty to one. I now, I'm always looking for a team like that. Right, I'd rather bet a team I'm twenty to one than five to one. Exactly. Exactly. I don't. I don't disagree with Sid's. You know, just the general theory or the, and, the feeling we all have about football. It thing. is hard for the loser to get back. It what, definitely. Where do you is. see Kirk Cousins landing? That's another thing. No idea. And Great then you question. want to jump the team that has, is going to get him. I'd rather jump the team that's going to get him if Kirk Cousins goes to one of those teams that's also ran that needs a quarterback. What if Pittsburgh got Kirk Cousins? You haven't even heard anything about that. Right. They probably don't have the cap for that. Maybe right? not. They, they, Maybe they, that's they, the problem. You've got to look at the teams that are going to be able to slide $40 million into their quarterback all of a sudden. Three one two three three two espn Got a few other things we're going to kick around here as the show continues, but we'll uh, definitely continue to talk Bears and this very important offseason. Uh, just Bears and NFL in general. So if you want to ring us up, you certainly can. Jesse will join us from Arizona in about an hour. It's Carmen and York. We're back in two minutes.